It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. Career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody. From people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. Let's continue this conversation about work relationships. We talked before about your relationship with your employer and that's on relationship. And as we said, you know what? Relationships carry relationships principles, whether it's a friendship, romantic, platonic, whatever it is, relationships apply relationship principles. And we often forget that just because we feel like this is work, you are in a relationship. So relationship principles apply. Now let's take it from you and your employer to you and your work, quote unquote, friends. Let's talk about work friends. Now here's the truth and I'm going to hurt some feelings here. Some of you call people your friends. These people are not your friends. They are a dysfunctional group that you have assembled around a similar dysfunction. That's all. They are a dysfunctional group of people you have assembled around a similar dysfunction. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Let's say, for example, let's take it outside of work. Naranon. Naranon is a great organization. It is essentially a 12-step program for friends and family members who are affected by someone who is in their life who is experiencing addiction. So let's say you have a person that's experiencing an addiction to narcotics or alcohol, whatever, substance abuse. They would go, their support people, the people in their lives would go to Naranon. Well, the people in Naranon become friends because they go through a 12-step program just like their family member who is experiencing addiction. The people in that group become close comrades because they meet every so often. They call each other. They have a sponsor. Everything that someone in NA or AA would have, right? They absolutely will get a chance to experience each other. And they may say we're friends, but are they really friends? They won't know their friends until that dysfunctional thing that brought them together is no longer a shared experience. So, for example, let's say one person is married and they divorce and they decide, you know, the person in my life that's experiencing addiction, we are no longer together. I no longer have that same experience of being impacted by a person who's experiencing addiction. We no longer have this common shared dysfunction that brought us together. And so when that person leaves, the question is, do we still hang out? Do we still talk on the phone? Do we still travel together? And all those things we did when we had this shared dysfunctional experience. If the answer is yes, then we are friends. But if the answer is no, then we aren't. We were just two people experiencing a dysfunction together, right? We weren't friends. Now let's take it back to your job. Are you and your quote unquote co-workers friends or are they a group of people that you have assembled around a similar dysfunction? And many times the answer is, no, 
we just assembled around dysfunction. Let me tell you how you know. When you leave that dysfunction, do you all still have something to talk about? Are you still a member of the quote unquote friend group? When you get promoted, how does everybody feel? Are you the, mm, she's one of them now. Mm, he's changed. Oh, you above the people now. Because if that's the response you get, they aren't your friends. Let me tell you why this matters. Because many of us will block our situation. We will block the thing that's best for us simply because we want to stay a part of those dysfunctional people we have assembled around a similar dysfunction. Oh, we all have the same boss and we hate our boss. And all we do when we get together is bash our boss. But now you're the boss and everybody's bashing you because you all weren't friends. You were gathered together around a similar dysfunction. And so make the distinction. Now, here's the deal. I'm not telling you to get rid of your dysfunctional group because they may be great support for you or they may be keeping you back. Here's the deal. Studies show that venting only is beneficial to a point. At some point, it is regurgitating their emotions and keeping you from taking action. So a little bit of venting, hey, is good. But when we start to ruminate and we have people that keep us in that rumination, i.e. they support it. Oh, our boss is horrible. You right. He's horrible. Oh, yeah. She ain't about nothing. If they keep that going, you get in a cycle of not getting out of the dysfunctional situation you're in. So if you recognize, hey, all we do is talk about the boss, they're probably not your friends. Let me tell you the other thing that will key that this is a dysfunctional group of people you've assembled. If the goal is never about how do we elevate each other out of this situation and it's always about the dysfunction, then you simply have a dysfunctional group of people you've assembled. If they are friends, the conversation is how do we get out together? And when you get promoted, they're excited. Girl, I'm glad you got out. Take me with you. Man, I'm so glad you got promoted. Somebody has to get out of here. That's how you know. So ask yourself, do I have a group of work friends or do I simply have a group of dysfunctional people that I've assembled around a similar dysfunction. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com that's e-x-e-c-u-p-r-e-p.com and remember i love you with my whole heart area so go out be great unapologetically and on purpose